0: We must respect the past and mistrust the present if we wish to provide for the safety of the future. Joseph Jobert The Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 6, Hounded. what's up everyone and welcome back to feed it with your brain and with me today is sarah Hapfel. is that how you sp- say your last name better
1: than most people say okay, it honestly okay.
0: i mean i remember i butchered it the first time i tried to say it most definitely i used to say half bell
1: that's uh-huh. how most people yeah, say yeah, it yeah, usually yeah. the first but, um, time go ahead and
0: introduce yourself sarah
1: uh hey i'm sarah Hapfel, which is usually the correct way to say it Hopfel, but yeah. honestly zach you said it better than most people do <laughs> okay, cool, 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 um zach and i used to work with each other at an escape room so that's mm-hmm. how we know each other pretty good buds i'd say so i don't know about zach yeah but... you know um anyways uh <laughs> I'm twenty one. Uh, I'm an acting major, which is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I like to brag about that a little bit. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about me, I guess. Cool
0: cool, cool cool. So uh, what was so what's been your um experience like? Watching The Walking Dead. Have you watched any of it, or have you just listened to the podcast? Yeah, have you listened to the podcast?
1: Obviously, I listened to the Mm -hmm. podcast. Um, It's amazing. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Well, I Um, I started watching it in high school, and Mm -hmm. I think I made it through like season four. I think. Okay. And then I don't know why I stopped, but um, I've been rewatching it, and I've always loved the show because Mm -hmm. I've always been a very big fan fan, fan of horror. Great mm-hmm. English. Um, always been a big fan of horror and kind of gore. And so I've always think that they've done a really good job at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've really liked this episode. I think it's mm-hmm. it's been a kind of an emotional ride in this episode, especially for Rick. I think, oh, yeah. Especially. This is
0: like one of Rick's big episodes, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when he says, um, when, the phone, when the person on the phone says, have you killed anyone? How many people have you killed and why? He, like, says that to people after that episode yeah. uh, when he meets new people, which I think is interesting that that just like came from a psyche and then he uses it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought there was a lot of like, um, like an underlying theme of like safety within the episode of people trying to be safe. And, um, like it starts off with like Merle and his guys trying to find Michonne so that the, so that Woodbury can stay safe because mm-hmm. no one can like know where they are yeah. apparently. But like, uh, but like, yeah. What are your thoughts on like safety as a theme in the episode?
1: Um, I think that they did a pretty good job at it. I think it's. Uh, I really like moment the moment later on between um, Daryl and Carl. Oh yeah. I think that was a really special moment, and I mm-hmm. think that kind of added a moment of safety for Carl. Um, especially, I think it also kind of added to the relationship between Daryl and Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that was kind of a cool moment. I think it kind of might have helped Carl have an extra person. Of safety like maybe kind of a person mm-hmm. he could have gone to i think and i think that kind of added a moment to it
0: daryl daryl is such like you don't expect it Mm-mm. but he's such a safe person to be around oh yeah you definitely. Know? like unless you're on his bad side if you're on his bad side he's not safe to be around then you're screwed but like <laughs> but, like if you are on daryl's side like he is such a safe person to be around and i oh, love yeah. him um but yeah like in that conversation daryl says that when he found out his mom died it, he didn't it didn't feel real but then carl um carl said that he he had to kill his mom and it was real, and, like, sort of, it sort of made me think about how, like, sometimes we dissociate in order to, like, feel safe, but sometimes, like, we, we, like, go ultimately into the moment in order to feel safe, and I wonder if it's, like, a different personality thing, um, because, like, I, I feel safe I feel like I feel safer when I like indulge myself in the moment and like I feel like I'm in control of everything that's happening like Carl is but like I know other people like they they feel safe dissociating and just like completely moving it away from their mind but I am not able to like um block it out so I just have to deal with it in the moment what are your thoughts on that
1: I I think I'm also kind of similar in some ways I think I'm an introvert in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. so sometimes to feel safe I kind of I'm, I block myself out from everything. Mm-hmm. I kind of just, like, hide away in a lot of things, but I try to find safety in other people, mm-hmm. which is, I think, especially why I found I loved that moment between Daryl and Carl is because whenever I can find safety in another person, I kind of attach myself to that person a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's also, like, like we also find safety in people. I mean, with Rick's phone call, we find out later in the episode, like, that he was talking to people that have passed on in mm-hmm. the group. and And honestly, I thought it was, like, cool that the group just sort of let him do his thing yeah, and to, and waited until he was ready to, like, come out and, and like, hold his daughter, yeah. you know? And, like, like his... It's so interesting because his psyche, like, brought him out of... Like, he felt safe in his own world for a minute and that brought him out, like, of, of his descending into madness. I think that's kind of cool because, you know, you usually don't, like, see that. You usually see people are alone and they descend into madness but he was, like, able to, like, pull himself up by himself. Yeah. But I also think that if he was truly alone, then he would have descended into Madness. But he knew that he had people behind. And and that's what Lori said. She was like, yeah. like just because I'm not there, you still have Carl. You still have the group. You still have your daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, you have people that are there for you. And I think that's important to realize when we when we go into those moments of not being safe with ourselves is like that we'll always have people there for us that, that care about us.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. What
0: are your thoughts about the phone call? What do you, what did you think about it?
1: Um, I think at first, you kind of think it's like someone from like the governor's team at first. You're mm-hmm. like, you, yeah. don't, you don't expect it to be Lori. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the future, when you do find it to be her, I think Rick starts to get even more emotional. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's his dead wife. Um, and it's such an emotional scene because, I mean, our obviously Rick is already going through so much emotion. And I loved the moment when she did say, your daughter, mm-hmm. because I think... Um, Rick wasn't really seeing her as his daughter officially, Mm -hmm. but when she really said that, I think that's what really gave him the strength to go and hold her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that was such a beautiful moment too. Yeah. Him holding her. It was so good. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I, I loved how Herschel like went in to talk to Rick and instead of like, like when, when Rick was like, I'm talking to people on the phone right now, Mm -hmm. like you could tell Herschel listens and there's no like connection. But instead of saying like, Rick, you're being crazy. You need to come out. He was like. I'm just gonna let you do what you're gonna do and yeah and i i thought that was really cool
1: yeah
0: um let's see uh i i thought it was interesting that like the first time rick came back he um he like comes back and just sort of says the things that need to happen like like busy stuff that people need to do Mm -hmm. like he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna go burn the bodies and stuff like that and i find like i feel like i'm very similar in rick where whenever I'm feeling, like, anxious or depressed, like, I just need to, like, do something to get my mind off it. I think that's because that's what my first, like, therapist taught me to do. But, like, I, I completely sympathize with Rick. I'm like, oh, he's just, like, trying not to think about it right mm-hmm. now. Uh, but then he goes back to the phone. Um, but, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was interesting the different ways people found safety. And as well as, like, he felt like he couldn't trust himself as a leader to keep everyone else safe. And... Herschel mentions that like, like he, he pulled everyone to this place and, and he's trying to find another place through the phone call to like, cause he doesn't want to deal with, with the, the blame falling on him anymore about not keeping people safe, which I thought was really interesting because he, he has kept them safe. It's yes. just <sighs> happened and, mm-hmm. and like it always does in these kinds of things. And so like, what are your thoughts on that about like him not trusting himself to, to keep the group safe when he has
1: for the most part? I think it's definitely, definitely hard. I think that it's so important for someone to trust themselves because I think mm-hmm. it makes a big impact mm-hmm. to help the, to tell to help him keep other people safe as well. Obviously, he's done a good job so far, um, mm-hmm. but I think if he were to really trust himself, it would make a bigger make a bigger difference yeah. throughout it all.
0: Yeah, and I he did everything he could. Yeah. like the the mistake he made was not checking to see if that prisoner that he left in the hallway, was was still, was still dead. Mm-hmm. He just heard it, him scream, heard it taper off, and then he just didn't check. And that was, like, his mistake. That's why it happened, you yeah. know? And, um... But, like, he did everything else. Like, he killed the other prisoner that was just going AWOL, and he did everything he could to keep people safe. And honestly, like, I, I think a lot of times we go through those things where we do everything we can, but we never see, like, the good that comes out of it. Like... If he didn't if he didn't do what he did before, like maybe the baby wouldn't have survived. I mean he kept Herschel safe. He saved Herschel's life by cutting off his leg, you know? Yeah. And and it's it's like I think I feel like a lot of times people people only look at like the mistakes they made and don't look at like the positive things that came from their decisions. Yeah. As well. Okay, let's go to um, Merle. Because I think Merle's so interesting in this episode. Because like he, he's so two-faced the entire time. And you kind of know that he's, like, not trustworthy, but, like, you really see this in this episode. I, I want to talk a little bit about, like, him, like, tough-loving the kid that's with him and, like, saying, like, you need to step up and you need to do what you need to do. But then in the end... It, it, it like didn't really matter because he just killed him anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think Merle finds safety through violence. He finds, he finds safety in like violence and deceit. And that's how he's always done it. But like, what are your, what are your thoughts on Merle on this episode?
1: Um, once he killed, killed the guy, it was kind of a reminder how much this guy pisses me off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause um, you start to like him a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But
1: then he goes and he does all this crap and you're like, okay, well mm-hmm. I gave him a shot. He kind of just lost it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you kind of empathize, empathize with him. Um, I don't even know if I said that word correctly. Um, But because he did kind of go through some trauma, especially when he was left alone towards the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And he did have to go through a lot on his own. Mm -hmm. So he does kind of... He's used to being on his own and he's trying to fight for himself. um, Mm -hmm. And he's used to just surviving on his own. And that's kind of... So when he is, like, killing those people, he was like, well, I can just do this because I know that I can do it on my own. I know I can make it on my own. Um, But it's still, when he was showing that kid tough love, it's like, oh, he's trying to help him get through and, like, make it on his own. Like,
0: that's how he did it to Daryl that's how he did it Mm -hmm. to himself I imagine yeah exactly and like and like when the kid finally like like does things that help them escape like then he says well we got to tell the governor that like Michonne's still alive like we we didn't actually see her die Mm -hmm. and Merle was like okay I gotta be I gotta be safe yeah I'm just gonna lie to the governor but the thing is is like would Merle have would Merle have lied to the governor if the governor didn't lie like to his people about like what's been going what's actually been going on because I feel like when when you see a leader do something then that gives that gives the followers or the subordinates permission to do the same thing that, that the leader is doing. Yeah. And I, I think it's the governor's fault that like because Merle saw him lie so many times that Merle was like, okay, I gotta lie to stay safe, you know? Yeah and I thought that was I thought that was fascinating.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I I think I think like I think it's so interesting that Merle um, actually showed that he didn't care about seeing his brother. He just wanted to go to the prison mm-hmm. so that they could like kill them or do whatever they wanted with them. He didn't actually care because he because instead of having Glenn and Maggie take him to the prison, took him to the governor so that they could torture the information out of them. Yeah, and um, and Glenn was right in mistrusting him from the beginning. Um, but yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on Merle? Um, actually showing that he doesn't care about seeing Daryl.
1: It kind of breaks your heart a little bit. Yeah. Um, especially because there's so many moments where you really thought that he kept that relationship with his brother and you mm-hmm. kind of, he kept that love with him. Mm-hmm. But in the moment when he kind of comes up to them and he's just like, all I want is information. All I want is to know where mm-hmm. you guys are. He, It's like he doesn't even Care like a yeah. single bit about him. It yeah. kind of honestly makes you it really a shows bit that more. he only
0: cares about himself. Like he doesn't even care about like respecting the governor even because mm-hmm. he lied to him. Yeah, um, and I don't think the governor would have killed him. I think I think if Merle did tell the truth and was like, "She's a really good fighter," mm-hmm. and I shot her, but she like got away and I was overrun. Like yeah. even if he told her the truth, like I don't think the I think the governor would have been pissed, but he wouldn't have like, you know, yeah. th- things things would have ended differently. I think for Merle, but um, yeah, I just think. I think Merle has always found safety in like doing the wrong thing and ch- and choosing violence, and, yeah. And so he's continuing to do that. Um, uh, do you have Do you have any other thoughts about about Merle?
1: Um, I also thought it was interesting about when he went to go tell the governor about everything mm-hmm. when him and Angie were in and on yeah. um, he goes up and the governor's like okay well where's her head and, his, and, and her sword and he's just kind of he has like that oh yeah. shit moment <laughs> he's like, he's like, like oh truth, shit or am I gonna um, and you yeah. kind just like totally see it in his face uh-huh. and then he just comes up with another lie because he's like mm-hmm. dude no I'm gonna I gotta show that like I'm I'm doing this I'm not just I'm surviving on my own and I thought that was kind of just like a good moment but also kind of a funny moment it kind of brought some humor to it a little bit too
0: yeah and, and it makes you think like Merle Merle couldn't have survived in this group in Rick's group, because they value morality more than the governor does. Yeah. And that's, that's why, like, he couldn't have stayed there anyway, because, but he fits with the governor, because the governor is a piece of shit, <sighs> he is. Yeah, You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting. All right, let's talk about Andrea. Okay. Andrea is so interesting.
1: It's a good way to put it. In this <laughs> season.
0: I don't like her. Everyone knows I don't like her. Um, mm-hmm. But... When she's on the wall, well, f- well, first of all, let, let's talk about like how she wants to like she wants to be a part of the community and she wants to do something. And she says, um, "I want to be on the wall. I want to defend the place." And then the governor immediately like gives her the job, but he gives her like a bow and arrow, mm-hmm. which I I wonder. And the only girl on the wall has a bow and arrow, and I wonder if the reason for that is like he like wants his followers to like respect him and like think that he's giving them what they ask for but like he didn't give her a gun and the other guys have guns and I, I think I think the governor was still sexist with Andrea mm-hmm. but like because he because he immediately like gave her an option that he so that she thought that he was, like, actually, like, giving her what she wanted to do instead of the other, like, unlike the other group that were like, no, you don't know how to shoot yet. You know, like, he was still being kind of sexist by just giving her the bow and arrow. And then, and then when the walker comes up and the girl's not hitting the walker, she's like, whatever, I'll just go down and kill it. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, Andrea, Andrea feels safe by doing whatever the hell she wants to do, essentially. And, yeah, what are your thoughts on Andrea? Um...
1: Lots of mixed emotions. I think there's definitely moments where you kind of like her, but then there's moments where you kind of hate her. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely interesting where she is um, watching the girl shoot him, shoot the walker, um, but then she's just kind of like, "Screw this." I think it's kind of a form of therapy for her mm-hmm. with that kind of safety as well, because you can kind of see that like release once she kills the walker a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was really interesting. And then the girl up there, she's just like, "We're not supposed to go over the wall," but mm-hmm. then she's just like, "You know, I don't really give a shit. <sighs> like, I don't really yeah. care. Like, I'm just doing this." Well, kind like, of-
0: you can you can see like. Andrea is trying not to like violence. Mm-hmm. And and she, she hated that she hated the violence. She hated that she liked the violence yep. in the in the gladiator fight. Um, which I, I think is interesting. I wish they touched more on like Andrea's violent side a little bit. Um I don't remember them doing that. I, I think she knows what the governor is all about and like tries to leave. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, and it, it makes me think like if if she was with the governor longer, would she have been Um, would she have been more susceptible to like being violent like he is, you know? And, and, um, I think she, she's always liked violence and she's always liked to, um, try to kill walkers ever since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it kind of ties in with the governor that the governor didn't like his life before, but now he likes his life because he has the power and he, he has a better life than he had before, aside from his family dying. And I, I, think, I think Andrea and the governor's relationship is really interesting because they're very similar um, in, like, how they think. Yeah. You know?
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I definitely think that she would have become more okay with the violence if she had stayed more with the governor because I think he's definitely a manipulator in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. And especially once they started sleeping together, I think they obviously would have grown more with that connection. And I think she definitely kind of would have let his thoughts kind of become some of her own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I think she, obviously because she kind of does enjoy it, the main thing is that she's kind of just letting her own thoughts kind of just tell her no, no, no. But I think he would just start to tell her yes, yes, yes. And then Mm -hmm. slowly and slowly she'd become more okay with it. Yeah, I
0: think Andrea just likes, she doesn't like being told what to do. Mm -hmm. And in Rick's group, they would tell her what to do because of safety reasons. But like the governor loves manipulating people. Yeah. And knows how to manipulate people. And so... He tells her what she thinks she wants to hear, but but then manipulates it so that she feels like the governor is respecting her yeah. when he's not. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's that's unfortunately what like a lot of cult leaders do mm-hmm. is they like they like make it seem like oh I'm I'm actually respecting you when there's an underlying thing about everything they say and do yeah. to you, and and yeah, it's just it's just so interesting and Michonne. Saw right through the governor's everything. Saw yep. right through his bullshit. <sighs> didn't uh-huh. want to deal with it. Um, and first of all, Michonne's such a badass. Like, coming oh, yeah. out of the trees. <laughs> I aspire to be like Michonne. show. <laughs> so awesome. I love Michonne. Um, but like, I just, I just love how there's been a flip in the people. Like, they sort of made a switch in the episode where Glenn and Maggie and Andrea are now at Woodbury, and then Michonne goes to the prison. And, like, the reason why the governor didn't want Michonne to go anywhere was because then she would know where to attack Mm -hmm. if she wanted to come back to Woodbury.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, man, it's just... And, like, the thing is, is Woodbury assumes that people are just gonna, like, attack them. Like, Woodbury assumes... Well, I think the governor just wants power. And anyone that is a leader, he wants to take out immediately. Mm -hmm. You know? And, And, like... But it's because they kidnapped Glenn and Maggie... That like gets Rick into wanting to find where they are yeah. and using Michonne to do that so that he can get his friends back, you know, mm-hmm. but like, so it, it's because they're so, it's because the governor's so worried that like people are going to like overthrow him that like it gets him overthrown. Yeah. It's like Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you're so worried that you're going to, you're going to lose your crown is when you, you lose it eventually because you do stupid things that make people want to overthrow you. Yeah. You know,
1: you do anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I, yeah, I love Michonne. Michonne's so cool. I love the difference between Michonne and Andrea as well.
1: Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved the moment at the very end of the episode of Michonne. Yeah. Where you just see her show up, but then you see the basket with the baby formula, mm-hmm. and you're just like, well, cause, yes, because
0: they show it, and you're like, no, the baby's not gonna get food. But yeah. Michonne's so good. Like she's she's like obviously she just followed the tracks of the truck mm-hmm. and like brought the baby formula. But man, it's such a good moment. Yeah. Alina got really excited at that moment, and she's so mad at me, because we can't watch episodes. Oh, We can't binge it, because I have to, like... You have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Man. But yeah. Um, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, any other moral dilemmas you saw, or, like, safety things that you saw?
1: Merle found Carol.
0: Oh, Daryl found Carol. Daryl. Why is yeah. it
1: Merle? Not I Merle. I totally forgot Darryl. about that.
0: Yeah, well, like, I love that, because he thinks Carol's dead,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. he sees the knife, and, like... Daryl's so, so good because he cares so much about his group. Yeah. You know, and he, it was like he was dreading opening that door because he was so yeah. afraid that she was going to be dead.
1: He just went you know? full force, like with that mm-hmm. knife ready to go in. Mm-hmm. And then just that moment he had, because he's like been going through hell, so it was kind of just like mm-hmm. a reward almost for him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When you like think the worst is going to happen, but then like the best case scenario happens. Yeah. That's always nice when that happens, you know? Yeah because i'm always thinking the worst is gonna happen and and then something good eventually happens i guess but yeah that was a cool moment as well definitely um i think i talked about everything do do you want to talk about anything else
1: Uh, i don't think so
0: okay cool um all right well we will be right back after a music interlude with a moral dilemma Back, all right, Sarah. Here's your moral dilemma. Okay. So, would you report someone stealing baby formula?
1: Ooh, uh, no. No. I would not. I think it's interesting, especially there's been like a baby formula shortage lately. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there's a shortage of everything well, now. Honestly, but, like literally everything yeah.
1: possible. Welcome to. I was gonna say 2022. Welcome to the world. <laughs> honestly. <to> the world. <laughs> um, I honestly don't think I would. Mm-hmm. There's obviously there's a lot of things you could steal but baby formula I think that they'd be stealing it for a reason yeah they would well need like
0: it. it's it's obviously to take to feed a baby you're yeah. not stealing baby form I, I don't think I would report them either nah I think it depends on what you're stealing yeah you know like if it's if it's like luxury items I'd probably report it
1: oh definitely but like
0: it and or if it's like if it's like candy or something like that but if it's like food or like yeah. baby formula.
1: It's something they obviously. I'm a mean. little. I'm
0: a little less inclined to report yeah. them because I'm like, because then you're adding on a layer of like, like having the, the, them dealing with police officers and yeah. like having a a record when they just want to like feed their baby. Yeah. It's like a Jean Valjean thing, literally, know, where like he was literally just stealing bread for his family. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think I'm there with you. Yeah, if that makes me a criminal then I guess that makes me a criminal but I don't think I would report it I don't think I would report it Mm -mm. um I if I had money too I'd probably I would offer to buy it yeah um but it just depends on if I have money for it or not yeah because I'm broke too I know (laughs) in this age age, maybe in like
1: the future if I'm like wealthy enough mm -hmm. when I have kids or something Mm -hmm. like kids in college or something because obviously when I have young kids I'll probably still definitely be broke but Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah, yeah, I agree with you. All right, cool. I thought I thought that was a good one for this That episode. is a
1: good one, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. Do you have anything else you want to add?
1: I don't think so. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem.
0: All right, see you guys later. Stay safe and stay sane. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. Also feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at feedonwityourbrain at gmail.com. You can also follow Fortune Horseman on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't let Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.